we've always been told that we need to hunt in packs and we need to use our networks to make sure that we grow our networks. And also, societal judges purely based on how we treat others. And we also need to make sure that we use our environments to start actually finding inspiration in the things that, that we want to do. We should not allow our circumstances environments to discourage us, but we should draw inspiration from those. Our guest for today is uh, Tobe Kile um, Kize, or who else from Echequini uh, in, in the KZN. And she, we get to speak to her about exactly who she is, what she does, the inspiration behind Mabutu um, brand, also the female boss uh, collective. Tobe, uh, Tobe Kile, welcome to the Music. Hi, um, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, but thank, thank you so much for your time. And I think, you know, um, before we get to, you know, the, the, the much more interesting things, I, I want to know, so who's Tobekile? Where are you from? So Tobekile is a, a well-balanced uh, woman who was raised by grandparents. Okay. Um, in, uh, we come from Mchalume. It's a rural place in Wazul Natal. Um, that's where most of, most of my where my life I spent my time well, while I was younger. And then I then moved to uh, Mzindo, uh, where I, I did most of my primary schooling and high schooling. Um, and then eventually I graduated from university and I went to work. Um, so I, then I worked in the corporate industry and then after that I decided then to start my own business, which is the handbag business. So. Yes, I'm just a driven person that comes from humble beginnings, basically. I've never had anybody saying I'm a well-balanced individual. It's always my name is so and so, and I come from this place. Uh, what does what you understand or definition of mm. a well-balanced young um, Yes, just looking at um, how my parents were. You know, they're very religious as well as um, into academics. Um, so I just find that it was a very good balance between being raised by people uh, who appreciated the education part as well as people who are very spiritual mm. um, and who valued a lot of things about working hard and that's what I tried to do and apply that in my work um, and um, that just works for me amazingly because now I can balance everything as I, I grow my business. Interesting. So we'll get to unpack your, your businesses um, as, as, as we get further into the situation. Yeah. But, but, but as a young girl growing up, yeah. I mean, I think everyone has got ambitions of what they want to become growing up. Yes. Um, so as a, as a young girl growing up in, in rural KZN, what did you want to be? Um, you know, I've always, I've always been an artistic uh, child, to be honest with you. And my, I think being raised by grandparents sometimes, you know, they have, the ways, they have their own system of wanting you to be successful and it was always um, a different route for them. So I, I don't think they really understood um, an artistic child. So mm -hmm. I, I used to draw, I was, a, I was, I was visually talented, okay. not as artistic like I could draw anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I saw um, a potential in me um, then after high school, you know, trying to enroll in, um, arts and design um, institutions, or tertiary institutions, and wanting to do advertising. Mm. But I then, by luck, I then was working for Adidas um, South Africa, and I was the technical coordinator. So I was part of the team that were actually of designing a running shoe. <clears throat> so that's when I realized, you know, I'd, I need to now, you know, apply the, the passion from, for my designing, mm. and also the, my experience, um, 
then for me to actually create a product that I absolutely love, which is handbags. Mm -hmm. And what a better way of actually dedicating a product to women. Yeah. Um, but that has been the most amazing journey uh, of all, is just discovering, without any formal education, I would say, but um, just exploring the design aspect um, and what I can do to actually make my designs actually be portrayed in this yeah. manner. So, I mean, I think most of us, you know, we, we grow up and then, and then we, we choose um, careers uh, based on what we're exposed to, yeah. based on what, what is common in, in our own community. True. Um, so, so, when you went to varsity, what, mm -hmm. what did you study? Was it what you always wanted to do or was it it's the only thing I feel like mm -hmm. I want to go to uh, institutional high learning so I'm going to jump into it? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Wait, because um, I initially, like I said, my passion was always in advertising and something that's very, I always dreamt of being an art director. Okay. Something that's way out of something that I would have been exposed to because there's never been a person that has been an art director uh, in my family. My parents were, it's either you're a teacher um, or you're a nurse. So, a policeman. <laughs> so, I, I was always a child that was, <clears throat> you know, a pioneer in things and I used to want to be different. I remember when I was, um, I remember just graduating because I come from a sports science field and a yeah. sports management field. So after just graduating and then I was decided to come to Joburg and my parents were like, hey, what's going on? You can, you're so young and you're yeah. female, how can you live in Joburg? So I've always wanted to learn new things yeah. and just be driven and passionate. So I then found myself in the leather industry. You know, sometimes you learn something else and then you end up doing something else. So I've always been a learner. Um, and, um, and then that's when I actually started off learning about the leather industry and the value chain system. I went into the farms and understood uh, a farmer and an abitur. You know, I just understood the whole value chain system, even tenneries, where you collect skins and how, what do you put, what do you apply in, in, in the, when you dye the material and the waste, the waste that goes um, with the skins. I even even learned uh, about, because um, one of the things that we do in, in my business is that we go and educate people about waste um, recycled leather. Um, so you just learn every aspect of the business yeah. and make sure that you apply everything. So that has been, I've basically been learning, whether it's through my work experiences, seeing how CEOs run businesses, or it's either, it's just through, just my eyes, opening my eyes, traveling or something like that, but. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's, that's quite interesting that, that, you know, that, that the things that you know today are, are purely based on, you know, lived experiences. Yeah. So you then went and, you know, and worked in a corporate essay, learned a few skills there, came back and worked in a, in a different environment, learned a few things there, yeah. watched people do things, and then also, you know, took a few nuggets from, from what they were doing. Yeah. So, so now, let's speak about, so, so you, you know, you speak about your raised by your grandparents, um, and then your grandfather leaves livestock for you. Oh yeah, the story. Almost <laughs> <laughs> the story. Um, and, and, and out of that whole experience, you then get the inspiration to start Maboto Africa. So, wow. so maybe take us through the story. The story behind. As, as, as you um, refer to it. Okay, so as I was sitting at by the farm, because I went back to the farmlands and there was a, a cultural celebration that took place, 
and it was my grandfather's cultural celebration so I just looked and uh, I, I looked because having worked for a, a company like Adidas where they focus a lot on using elements around you in order for them to create a product um, so that's the kind of things that things that I wanted to apply are the learnings so by just watching the things around you that can inspire you to make develop a product then that's a, that's a sort of um, a sort of way that I, I went into it so as I was sitting by the by the stairs it's a stoop so I saw like I saw my grandfather's kettles um, and I thought to myself what can I actually uh, make uh, or that I can create that would a would honor, uh, would honor my my father's legacy because my father passed on first, as well as my grandfather's legacy, um, and something that will be proudly South African, and that I would be able to create in South Africa, produced in South Africa, using the resources like the like the using the resources, obviously the skins that are sourced locally as well as working with the key players like your like the tenneries and the people in my communities when I collect the skins. So what are the ways that I can actually create a better proudly South African product that is honorable to women? And with something that I love to develop like a handbag and, and shoes as well, because we also do shoes. So then that's when the idea came. I said, you know what, if I'm going to be creating a product, it has to be a product of, um, good quality first and foremost because we tried using uh, was it fox leather at first uh, but realized that you know if we want to be create a long lasting legacy um, and a brand that will be recognized as an African brand and a brand that will make a difference with regards to changing the people's lives whether we employing people and I mean, there's so many goals that we're trying to cut. I mean, there's so many issues that we're trying to solve as well. So, and also environmental goals. So how can I just make this work for everybody else, not just for myself and not me to, for me to benefit um, because there are other key players that are involved. So that's when Mabotu was born. And I, I just decided then, then, you know what, I'm going to then start off creating leather bags using waste material at, for, uh, at, um, to begin with. Um, and then, then the name then came about, um, and then it was actually, it's an acronym, so it's my father's name and my name together. Mm -hmm. So, and he's, my father's name is actually means Sibong Seni, but my grandmother used to call him Mabo, uh, or Mabongi, just for short. So, and his name just, you know, it symbolizes a lot of things, which in, in Zulu, Sibong Seni means, um, let's, let's give thanks or let's give praise yeah. or, so that's that's when I realized, you no, know, for me to actually honor and you know honor the the, the, the people that have um, in, in my family, um, then I need to I can then start off a brand and name it. Uh, and it's part, it's actually part of my way to actually give thanks when I say Sibong Sin. So I'm giving thanks to the women, and this is how much how I really want to um, give thanks by producing a quality product. I hope you didn't take uh, your own lifestyle to start making this thing. <laughs> no, 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 we didn't, um, no, we didn't, uh, so we just use it as a way of, of inspiration and design and, and a story um, that was meaningful. I mean, I think, I, I, I never would have thought that, that, that the reason, or the reasoning behind, or the inspiration behind you doing these handbags was a way of giving back mm -hmm. to, 
yeah. one who have raised you and, and, mm. and to the women that, that continue to raise all of us True. As, as, as a society. So I think mm. that, that's an interesting aspect mm. of the business that I never really got to, uh, to understand. And, and mm. I think now that I know, I think I'll buy one. <laughs> uh, to give back to the women oh, that, that's so beautiful. That, that, that to, to inspire all of yeah, us and, and to get all of us. Um, so, so now you start the business. That, then you start looking at okay, I need to start. So you've used your own environment yeah. to draw inspiration and, and and to almost assist you to like building this this, 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 this business called Maboto Africa, which mm. is uh, the marriage between or the marriage of your name and, mm. and, and your latest name. Yes. And this is done just to commemorate and celebrate him as, mm. as a father figure in your life. True. Uh, and attached to that, then you then start saying, now that I'm honoring my father, how mm. then I start, how then I start, how about I start, start creating something for women? Mm, true. Right? Um, so, so when you start thinking about this, then start thinking about using the resources at your disposal, so the people that mm-hmm. are within your communities. Um, and I think in most cases, people will start business to make money. Primarily, for and others start business as well. Um, for you, what are the driving forces over and above you wanting to create a legacy to honor your dad and to congratulate the women around you? What was the other driving mm. force you know, that, that may have inspired you to, uh, to start doing this? Okay, yeah, it's true. Um, obviously, when you start a business, you want to make money. That's, I think it's probably one of everyone's number one priority. Mm. Um, but the most important thing is um, being impactful the most important thing to me and uh, making a difference um, um, and it's just this is my small way of making a difference um, that is um, one one of the one of our vision is to see Africa or Maboto Africa to be a global brand just like any other big retailers out there um, and for us to, to, to actually be recognized in Africa as well as outside of Africa because we do have a lot of um, clients that are based in the US and the UK. So we do export uh, um, outside as well. Um, so yeah, to be internationally, uh, you know, play an impact in that sense because most of the big retailers uh, or the big players in this industry, they're always, um, they're always, um, Often, I won't say steal, but they always have, they always find inspiration in Africa. Yeah. And there's this sense that, you know, African designers are really, we have designers and we have such beautiful elements, we have animal prints and have beautiful stories, but often we don't really, oh, now maybe it's starting to take shape, but we, we don't really make use of what we have and our resources. Mm. And that's kind of an impact, something that I want to change. And for me, it's all about changing the status quo. Yeah. Um, being brave and being bold enough to stand up for Africa or for women. Um, and also the environmental aspect as well, to make sure that we are using the skins that become as remains whenever we have, after cultural celebrations, because yeah. we have always have these skins that after they, they, they become as remains but then what do you do about it you know let's do something with it let's let's clean let's let's you know let's recycle and so there's just facets to this 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 uh there's so many things that we want to achieve but ultimately it's it, this is bigger than us actually right so um and and then the the the, the next thing that that mm. you then started you know um, as 
if you don't have enough uh, in your hands, mm. uh, you then got the female boss collective. Mm-hmm. What is that? So it's a female boss collective. Is a, it's it's like a, a network of women. Mm. So after realizing that, um, you know, there's this thing that we don't do as women or as just a society. Uh, or as a black community, if I would say, we don't really share information. Okay. Number two, we are so, you know, we're just so caught up in our selfish ways that we don't really want to give give the next person a, a chance. And I've been f- fortunate enough, within the four, a space of four years running the business, um, besides the fact that I've, I've, I've been, I'm a driven person and I'm passionate, but I have been been offered opportunities to participate in various trade, international trade shows. Um, I've gone. I've, I've been supported by the Department of Trade and Industry to access the international market and I have networked uh, quite tremendously so I have been able to connect myself with the right people but then with that inform even with the different University of Technology um, they've helped us as well as, as, as entrepreneurs or students uh, to empower us but there's so much information that we get but what do you do with that information? So that's what I always try to do is that we need to then pass on this information to the next person because it's important that we share and we can have, you know, everyone can have a, to have a piece of the pie and, and for me, if I grow, then everyone else can grow. So I don't believe in this jealousy tendencies that you took, uh, if I make it, you can't. I'll give information, it's just up to you then what you use with it. So that was the whole point that we get as women, we empower each other, we uplift uh, one another, because there is, even amongst women, there is that jealousy. You know, there's always, I don't know what women <laughs> always fight about, but we always fight about things. But that, it really empowers us and helps us to better, to be better, to better ourselves, um, to stand as one and speak the same language. And that, to me, that's important. Because I think the, the pie is big enough for all of us. True. Um, and, and, and there's also power in, in hunting in packs. Yes. I think if, if, if there's an African poem that says if you want to go fast, mm-hmm. go alone. But if yeah. you want to go far, True. go with others. Yes. So, so, and I think um, that's what I'm bringing from what you're telling me about mm. Information sharing is important, sharing contacts is important, networking is important because, you know, the, the, the stronger your network, the mm-hmm. bigger your network. True. So, so I think, I think that I, I commend you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, so now you're also one of the, the, the player part ambassadors, which is mm-hmm. which, uh, initiated by Brad. Yeah. Uh, so how did that come about? In, in what field are you, are, you, are you an ambassador for? Wow. Uh, for Actually, I was actually I was invited to one of the exhibitions. I think it was back in 2018, um, and I was invited. I think it was in Midrand, or the one in Santin. Yeah. So then I, that's when I got to learn about what Brand SA does, and I was just in awe because they're doing an amazing job at promoting um, local businesses. Um, and from those experiences and those learnings and you know the seminars that they had, that really inspired me then to actually apply the same things that you know that they 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 do in my business and in every day. So I'm and I'm so appreciative of those opportunities because together we can definitely, including all the organisations and stakeholders. Um, so that has been amazing, and I'm. I'm so happy because by promoting myself and promoting South Africa, it's just not only about me, yeah. 
but but yeah everyone benefits and and, and in conclusion if, if if you were to look into this crystal ball right now mm-hmm. and articulate what success looks like for you how would you define it? what does success look like for you? um success to me it it, it in to me it means i have if i'm able to make a difference in my business and to inspire the next woman the next uh it could be an african woman it could be any actually young young woman um for them to be inspired by my story i think i would have done the due diligence you know i would have ticked the boxes because we need to we need to be an inspiration uh and a lot of us need some a lot of motivation i mean there's so much that's going on around the world covid um if we if we have if south africa could highlight positive stories and no matter in small ways no it doesn't matter if you're a big business or a small business but that difference that you can make to change your continent to change the the situation whatever the situation may be to me that is success it means i've, I've played my part yeah Um, and speaking about playing your part, uh, may you continue to inspire new ways. Uh, may, you, may you continue to, to play your part in making it different in our community. Um, and, and maybe my hope is to live up to its expectations and it's to, to live up to its name and, and make it be a, a global brand that is in Africa, that, that doesn't lose its authenticity about mm. being African, but it's, a, it's an African, let it be an African product that goes mm. to the world True. and inspires the world and tells the world the African story. True. Oh, yeah. uh, wow. may, may, may your star keep rising. Thank you. And I wish you nothing but the best in your businesses. Mm. Um, and and, and may, may, may many others you know, mm. be inspired you know, by, by, by your journey, by your mm. story. Mm. May many others learn from, you know, from, from the collective that you're, that you're trying to establish. In, in building and creating you know, female voices. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, so I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you so um, much. I appreciate it. <laughs> Be the best that you can. Thank you. I appreciate it. This was Conversation with Lucy, and our guest for today was Toregi Le and, and Kize. I hope you're inspired by her journey. She used the environment to inspire her to become a better human being and also a great business uh, woman. She's also, you know, allowed herself the chance to go and inspire other women by creating the collective which is called um, Female Force um, Collective. Let's, let's do it again next week. It's Conversation with Lucy on YouTube, on Spotify and SoundCloud. It's Lucy Gaspi. Keep trying.